Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. We counted a privilege to bring you another word from the Lord. And in this particular message, I'll be speaking from the theme, What Do You See? I was asked just recently by someone who was focusing on the COVID-19 situation and the role of clergymen or churchmen or ministers in this particular climate or atmosphere. What do you see your role to be played as a minister, as a preacher, in this season, this COVID season, whether you want to accept it or not, is a season ripe for the proclamation of the word of God. If ever the word would be applicable, this is the season. When things are at their worst and the world is suffering, and mourning all at one time. Just think about it. The immensity of it. The vastness of this involvement in this COVID-19 situation. But in the midst of it all, God is getting some things done. In the midst of it all, God is saying some things. Watch this. And God is also showing us some things. Don't miss them. Don't misinterpret them. Don't let them run by you. I pray that through this word, God will bring a level of passion in your life. Not to miss what God is showing you. What God is manifesting before your eyes. What do you See, what is your role in the midst of all of this? Well, (laughs) I realized that I needed to take seriously that question. And so I began to ponder it. And in pondering it, obviously, my mind went to the man Jeremiah. Some call him the weeping prophet. And yet, his name stands in a class by itself. You learn more about Jeremiah than any other prophet in the Bible. His autobiography is clear. Because he not only did a work, he was the work. God used him so mightily, even though there were others much more articulate, much more, I would have to say, profound, much more deep. But oh, Jeremiah, there are some of them who never shed a tear. But Jeremiah was the kind of prophet that he felt what he was doing. The word that he had to bear to bring to the people moved him first. And that's why he became the weeping prophet. He's the only prophet that wrote his own lament. 
That's why after the book of Jeremiah, we have the lamentation. It's the lamentation of Jeremiah. Isn't it something to be so moved of God in what he's called you to do that it brings you to tears? Uh, let's get into this thing. Jeremiah, we want to learn from you. We want to understand. Now notice how he's introduced. Look in the first uh, verses of this first chapter. And you're going to see that he, he was born into priestlyhood. His father, Hilkiah, was a priest. And whenever you had that kind of an arrangement in the family, the males became priests. Just like the Aaronic line, the line of Aaron. So he was a priest. He, he, he had that certainty in his future. And he came from a place called Anathal. Anathal was a village. It was a town uh, where, where, where the emphasis was on this whole business of serving in the priesthood. It was in the territory of Benjamin. Anathal. Hmm. You know my inquisitive mind caused me to find out what does that mean, Anathal? And guess what Anathal means? It's good to be in a place that is indicative of what you are looking for. Anathal, where Jeremiah came from, means, watch this now, answered prayer. <laughs> Do you remember years ago when in our houses we used to have little plaques? And those little plaques would have prayers or they would have some quotes on them. They would have all kinds of little things as you would be going in to see that the word is real. The word is a part of this house. Well, he was a part of Anathal, and he was a part of the priesthood. But one day, God called him. And if you look with me in verse 4, it says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, God's talking to him, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. He was born a priest. But he was called to be a prophet. A prophet to the nations. This is the word of God. A prophet to the nations. Folk will have to, whether they want to or not, recognize that you are a prophet of God. Some may still want to relegate you to the priesthood, but I say you're a prophet of God. You can't let other people put you where God hasn't put you. You can't let other people put you and keep you where God has not stationed you. Jeremiah was clear on his role. Read on down and you're going to come to this verse 7. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Oh boy. Hmm? Let's go a little further. Be not afraid, 
of their faces. For I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Verse 9, then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Mm. Prophets have the word in their mouth. Uh, let's, let's separate this. A priest goes before God for the people. But a prophet goes before the people for God. Amen. Jeremiah was a prophet. God made him a prophet to the nations. Oh my God. Notice how he embraces this call. He embraces this call with humility. I'm a child. I can't speak. With modesty, I, I, I don't know anything. I, I, I. You see it? Now, so you have to understand that God doesn't call us to assignments because of how we think, feel, or consider ourselves. It's what he wants to take you to do something with. I wish I had a few people here but get excited about when you thought you had nothing to offer but because God called you and God what's his now? Ordained you and God sanctified you that you would be his mouthpiece in the world. It's more than pulpiteering. It's more than the sanctuary context. It's wherever you go. Oh yeah, in the airport. In the city place. Wherever you go on the sports field. Wherever you go, your word, his word is in your mouth. When you open your mouth, there ought to be a word that comes out. Not just conversation, but a word from the Lord. Well, as always, we have three points to our messages. Number one, the perspective. Number two, the perspicacity. And number three, the perspicuity. Stay tuned and be blessed. God is even now preparing you for what you will indeed see. Perspicacity. Perspicacity. Perspective. Perspicacity. Number two. What is that? That is the ability to discern and to be discriminating. The quality of having right sight and insight into things. You have to understand that there are some things God is showing you. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. God is showing the world, brothers and sisters. I am saying there are some things that God is putting out there on the screen of events that we might be able to see. Do you notice now how 
things, people, everybody's digging way back to bring up something about somebody happened 20, 30 years ago. Don't you know that, that within that period of time, God could do so much to turn, change that person? <clears throat> but we're, we're living in a world now where, when we want to get something on somebody. So we can control somebody. No amens in this church today. But you have to understand that we must have a quality of real discernment so that we don't fall for everything that is being in our view. Uh, let, me, let me show you. Because sometimes we misinterpret what God is really showing us. So while you're still praying, God, I'm praying for this God. I've been waiting for this God. You told me that if I would do it, you would do it. Oh, my God, God, you said, you promise, you promise. Oh, yeah, yeah. But wait a minute, God said, don't you see? I'm showing you something. Do, do, do you see it? Do you see it? No. I, 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 no, I don't see it. Well, watch this. Let's read verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah. What seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Hmm? Really? Okay. Uh, then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen. In other words, you're right. Yeah, you saw a rod of an almond tree. Mm hmm. Yeah. For I will hasten my word to perform it. Are y'all with me this morning? Yes, sir. At least put your hands up in the air or something right now. Everybody put your hands and say, I'm receiving. Yes. Come on, come on. Say, say I'm, receiving. I'm receiving. In my spirit. I'm receiving. In my mind. I'm receiving. In my heart life. I'm receiving it. What was he really saying? Let me read it for you. Let me read the King James Version, and then I'm going to read the Amplified. You ready? Listen to what he says. He says, Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. What did you see? I see a rod of an almond tree. Let's go to verse 11. He said, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, What seest thou? Right? And I said, A branch. I see a branch or a shoot and almond tree. Got this? Now, an almond tree branch is what I just saw. You got this? And an almond tree branch <laughs> means there are going to be some almonds. They, it represented the emblem of alertness and activity, a blossoming in the late winter. In other words, what I'm showing you is not exactly all of it. I'm showing you the foundation for it. I'm showing you 
that it will come to pass. This is an emblem. This is a sign. This is a sign. So some things God is showing you. That's not it. It's pointing to it. And if you don't understand that, you're going to start celebrating what you see. But you got to see into what you see. Because what you see is not all of what God's going to do. Oh, God, I thank you this morning. I bless you this morning. I see a branch of an almond tree. And that means it's going to be some almonds. So there are times when you and I just ought to celebrate the blossoms. Well, I sincerely trust that you have been challenged and that you have been inspired and empowered to address what you see. And I believe that when you do, you're going to be blessed to receive what God is showing you. So until next time, when I shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.